Hi everyone, my name is Ishan, and this is the Build Your Talent Stack podcast. I started my career feeling like I needed to fit in, and now I shape my own career opportunities. And together with the guests I feature on this podcast, we share how we challenge the status quo in how we learn, connect with an aligned tribe who gets us, and shape our own jobs. And in many cases, these are jobs that didn't exist before. Get ready to be inspired to explore creative ways to learn, future-proof your talent stack, and forge your own path in the future of work in a way that brings out your personality and your zone of genius. If you've only just stumbled onto the Beginner's Guide to Podcasting series, I suggest starting with part one, which was in the previous episode. It's the most important step in planning your podcast because it's the step where you define the why behind your podcast. I shared my own why for this podcast as an example and how being clear on who your podcast is for and how your podcast will help your listeners is what will help you decide on your podcast format and how to craft your podcast elevator pitch. In today's episode, which is part two of the Beginner's Guide to Podcasting, I'm going to cover how to plan topics for your episodes, how to pitch guests to interview and how to build your email list by incorporating opt-ins into your podcast. I'm going to assume that by now you would have taken a moment to think about who your podcast is for, who your ideal listener is, and describe as many attributes as you can about your ideal listener profile. Their likes and dislikes, their hopes, their fears, the challenges that they're facing, and what they're curious about and how they like to learn. By now, you would have also thought about how your podcast is going to help your ideal listener profile and what you are going to bring to the table to make your podcast stand out from the rest. What we're now going to do is bring these two together and create a mind map of topics that your ideal listener is going to be interested in learning from you. They say that before launching your podcast, it's recommended that you have around 10 episodes ready to go before launch so that you're not having to juggle promoting the initial launch of your podcast whilst creating content at the same time. So in order to be ready for your first 10 episodes whilst building a pipeline of ideas for future episodes, start mind mapping all the potential topics that your ideal listener would be interested in and write down what your take is on those topics, either based on your personal experience or maybe someone that you want to bring onto your podcast to bring a different perspective and explore a particular topic together with your guest. I used Evernote for my first mind map. And I ended up typing it as a list in no particular order because it so happens that my first mind map was created in a moment of inspiration while I was on public transport on the way home from work. I then created a Trello board for my podcast and I transferred a few of these podcast ideas as individual cards on my Trello board. 
I categorize my tasks into four columns. They're actually called lists in Trello. Every task appears as a card on the list. They kind of work like virtual sticky notes that I move around and prioritize based on what I can realistically achieve at any given time. My first list is called the backlog. This is the incubation area for any random ideas that I have. And it's also the same place that I keep my parking lot. Everything that hasn't got a due date or hasn't been prioritized sits in the backlog. My second list is called my next sprint. And it's just a quick and easy way for me to pick the top three things out of my backlog that I want to prioritize when I'm done with my to-do list. You could also label tasks based on the type of task and assign colors to help you visualize what's on your priority list. But I personally find Moving cards in and out of my backlog versus my next sprint, that's the fastest way for me to reprioritize my next top three rather than changing colors for a task. I've got no time for that. My third list is called to do. It captures the tasks that I'm either currently working on or what I must get done before I touch anything else from the backlog or the next sprint plan. I don't have any more than one or two tasks at any given moment. And these are my ultimate priority in getting done. Whenever I have a spare moment on my commute to work, after work or on the weekend, I only action what's on the to-do list. And if I want to reprioritize, then I make sure that I stick to my rule of having only a maximum of one or two tasks after reprioritizing. I also have a list called done, which helps me visualize what I've completed for the week. But I archive these pretty quickly soon after I've confirmed that there's nothing else further for me to follow up on. For each concept that I have for a new episode, I create a new Trello card. I give it a rough working title and I prefix it with episode X. I then switch over to Evernote and I start writing rough notes for roughly what I want to cover in the episode, focusing on three key takeaways, a brief outline of the story that inspired the episode and the call to action for the listener. If an episode feels intuitively quicker for me to finish writing, then I add it to my priority list in Trello to get it done and I rename episode X into the actual episode number. If the words are just not coming out or if I feel like I don't even know where to start, I leave it in the backlog and it stays as episode X and I just step away from the idea until I have a clearer idea of what I want to say and I move on to the next idea. Some days I can only manage to come up with one idea for an episode at a time and on other days... I am on a roll and I can map around five episodes in one go, including a rough outline. I've seen what a huge difference it can make to build a habit of meeting new people and starting new conversations. Many episodes on this podcast have been inspired by articles that I've read, where I met in my own journey and conversations I've had with people on the things that are top of mind for them in building a learning culture or planning their next career move. 
So if you want ideas on topics to cover on your podcast, get out there and talk to people. The second tip I have for you today is to build your email list by incorporating an opt-in where possible for your episodes. An opt-in is where you offer something valuable. Most often, it's a free downloadable resource like a PDF or registration to a free webinar in exchange for being added to your email database. I know it sounds exactly like the advice a marketer would give you. So instead of preaching the same old tips featured by most online marketers out there, here is my take on opt-ins and why you should use opt-ins in your podcast to build your email list. Let's go back to why you started your podcast in the first place. It's because you believe that you have something unique to offer. You want to help your ideal listeners with challenges that you've experienced and overcome. And what better way to test whether your solution to their problem is hitting the mark than a community of active listeners who feel like they know you, trust you, they want to learn more from you, and they're engaged enough to take the time to provide you their email in exchange for downloading a resource. Testing your ideas with family and friends can only go so far if they're not actually your ideal listener profile. If you've gone through all that trouble to describe your ideal listener, build a relationship with your active listeners by adding opt-ins to your episodes that offer something valuable to them and see if you can seek feedback on them. They're like your very own customer focus group that you can test ideas to find out what else they want to learn from you and which ideas could potentially be monetized. The third thing I want to share with you today is how to pitch to guests for interviews and what I learned from running interviews this year. I'm incredibly grateful for all the guests that have said yes to being interviewed on the podcast, especially when I was starting out. What you may not know is that most of the people that I featured on this podcast are people that I met only just prior to interviewing them. Most of them tell me that part of the reason they didn't hesitate to say yes to being interviewed is because the why for my podcast and the why for the series of interviews that I want to feature resonates with their why. Many of my guests are also people who aren't typically the names that you'd find on guest interviews on other podcasts out there. Most of them had never been interviewed on a podcast before. In fact, they're more likely to be sharing their career advice one-on-one over a coffee than actually being on stage or on air. So how do I get them to say yes? Research, research, research. I try to find out as much as I can about them through their LinkedIn profile and see if there's any content that they've shared in the past that helps me get a better understanding of their why. See if you can find common ground. And for me, I'm looking out for those who are regarded for their learning mindset and ability to shape interesting career paths. I also find that business owners are more comfortable with podcast interviews as a way to get their brand out there and reach a wider audience. And I'm now selective with who I feature to make sure that what they have to offer is relevant to my audience. I find most of my guests through LinkedIn 
as well as people I've interacted online briefly in the past or in other cases I've pitched to my network for recommendations. And they've helped introduce me to people in their network for the topic that I want to explore. I've even pitched interviews to interesting people that I've met at a course that I attended or at a workshop event. I have a template that I use for every interview pitch and I tailor it each time to make sure that there is something in it for them, either from a personal branding perspective or an opportunity to promote a service that's relevant to my audience. I'm still very much learning and mastering the art of interviewing and after a year into it, the format that's working for me right now is to ask no more than three big questions. A huge lesson that I've learned from when I first started is to not get overexcited with adding too many other questions because it's not only tiring for the guests to answer that many questions, but it's also tiring for the listeners to listen to such a long episode. You'll notice that some of my earlier interviews started off being quite long. I think they were in excess of 45 minutes, but more recently, I'm aiming to get my interviews down to 30 minutes. Like any other new skills we learn, I looked up YouTube for tutorials on how to interview I also observed how other podcasters interview and picked up the bits that was achievable for myself. An area that I'm still working on is thinking out loud on the spot. Although I'm the one interviewing the other person, I still feel really nervous once I hit the record button. And it shows through the filler words that somehow sneak out when I want to add extra comments that I've thought of on the spot. That reminds me, something I use to manage my nerves as well as the nerves of the guests being interviewed is to share a Word document with my draft questions in there so both the guests and I know where we are up to in the podcast and we make sure we're really clear on the point behind the story or the example and how this ties back to the theme of the podcast interview. Some guests who have public speaking experience don't really need this word document, but most often my guests really appreciate the structure. In fact, many have said that they found the experience of being interviewed prompted them to really reflect on their journey and reflect on the message that they want to share, something we don't do enough of in our busy schedules. To wrap up this episode, here's what we covered in part two of the Beginner's Guide to Podcasting. Create a mind map of topics for your podcast episodes using the attributes of your ideal listener profile and combine that with how your podcast is going to help them and what you bring to the table that offers a unique point of view. Next, find a tool that works best for you to manage your workflow, everything from prioritizing ideas to crafting your episodes. I love the simplicity of Trello and Evernote, but you can pretty much use any tool that works for you. I also want you to think about building your email list by incorporating opt-ins into your podcast. You never know when you need to test ideas with your very own focus groups that might one day turn into something bigger. When pitching to guests for interviews on your podcast, do your research to find common ground between your why and theirs. 
make sure the pitch includes something in it for them, either from a personal branding perspective or an opportunity to promote a service that's relevant to your audience. Find an interview style that works for you, bearing in mind not to wear out both a guest and your listeners. For those of you listening on the go, I've created a cheat sheet that you can download and use to plan your own podcast. I share the exact process that I use to define the why for my podcast, how to brainstorm ideas for episodes based on your ideal listener profile, how to prepare for guest interviews and the exact equipment and software that I use to record episodes, record interviews, edit, distribute and manage my workflow all in one document. To grab the podcast planner, check out the link in the show notes. Once you've got your mind map or episode topics mapped out and a list of guests that you have in mind to pitch for interviews, stay tuned for part three where I share the setup that I use to record, edit and distribute my podcast. Everything from the equipment and software that I use to create my own episodes as well as record interviews with my guests. I hope you enjoyed part two of the Beginner's Guide to Podcasting series and I hope to see you in the next episode. That's it for today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you would leave a review on iTunes and let me know if this has helped you in any way in shaping your career goals. I'd love to connect with you on LinkedIn and Instagram. You can find me at Build Your Talent Stack.